everybody thanks for tuning in to pogo city radio i'm your host andrew bedlam i got my man four dollar sean here with me today come here the two of us on this next track the spiky top The spiky tops Ooh. right there. How'd you like us? Featuring uh, four dollars, Sean right there, and myself, Joe Unsubs on vocals, Renee Wasted on guitar. I played a little guitar on that track too, but uh, she does that big solo and the uh, the main part of the riff. I did that little high part in the beginning and middle, but yeah, definitely a lot of fun. I think Renee, she was uh, a little insulted that I did some overdubs. She layered like three guitar tracks <laughs> and then I did some overdubs and I'm fairly certain now that I think about it, that was probably the only recording Renee has played on where there was another guitarist. And uh, she was like, what do you think? I can't handle it myself. <laughs> and I was like, no. I don't remember her know. saying that. No, but she was uh, saying it to me. She was giving me shit yeah. the whole time. Like for, like jokingly before we record it. But uh, no, I really wanted to be on that track because I came up with the main riff, but it wasn't only that. I had never recorded, like, professionally a guitar track before. Like, I've only been, like, live in the studio messing around. Not even, like, a good live in the studio. I don't think I recorded anything outside of a demo on a guitar before, so I really wanted to get, like, some experience. And you got them in there. You got it in there. Yeah, yeah, and I really... I also knew that Renee like wasn't gonna allow me to fuck with her tone at all yeah and I, I wanted separate tones so i just you know this whole album that we're talking about shaking and stirred a big part of it is really just like school for me it's just so i could work with the different projects and record with a bunch of different people and learn a bunch of different little tips are you tricks. gonna try to be on every single track what do you mean try okay yeah <laughs> that answers the question <laughs> we gotta get uh we got to get some more lineups together. Well, no, we're out of turn time. We can't fit any more songs, probably. So we have all the lineups set then? There may be room for an extra band, but I'm not going to set it up because we don't really know until the songs are recorded and we know how long they are because it's an excellent. We've talked at length yeah. about the uh, the different lineups. I guess maybe I've just forgotten some of them. Yeah, that's why we, we talked about uh, to a ten inch. Ashley singing and that's a yeah. Chad that's playing drums on one of them and Yep. And uh, the basically well we'll definitely so we have we have the spiky tops, the bedlam punks, we have the paradabs, we have the band with Josie and Stevie and uh, those are Do you guys have a name? Uh, Josie wants to call it Stevie and the Weenies. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know about all that. <laughs> but uh, is there any other... What else? There's nothing else like fully confirmed, right? 
Well, yeah, we've just been floating ideas well, out there. Well, it would be the like, one where you sing with the, the I sing one. with uh, possibly like Chad five. playing drums. Yeah, and, and then the Ashley band would be six. Those are the committed bands, the one with you singing and the one with Ashley. And then if there's room, what the next project is going to be is um, me playing Party Till Your Guts Spill Out. I'm going to play every instrument, but only if there's time. Okay. I think there might be. Okay. Because um, we, we did get East Coast Punks shortened up a bit, which we really needed. That track came out so do. good. Yeah, it's funny. I played it all wrong. Nobody <laughs> can tell. Only I can tell. You but, played uh, it Because it doesn't you sound bad. Well, what it is is really the guitar plays the entire thing throughout the whole song. The only thing that changes is the bass. But it never changes keys, just the part. So it still sounds fine. But I know, as someone who played on the track, I'm changing in the wrong spots. Black Zach didn't even notice it. I let him know. <laughs> but it's, it sounds fine. But, uh, yeah, so I'll be on every track. We're talking about Shaken and Stirred. It's what that first track was recorded for. But, uh, yeah, also the Spiky Tops track came out short. And... Um, yeah, there was a couple. The songs are turning out a little shorter than we expected, and that's good. We got one. We got one two-minute song down, done. and another yeah. two and a half-minute song yeah. done. But East Coast Punks was over three and a half minutes initially. We did lots. Of yeah. Out. So funny. The song has one written verse. And We're trying to cram as many uh, as many tracks on there as we possibly yeah. can. So we got to keep the. Tracks yeah. the turn time at a at a minimum, I guess. But that mo they will be. I was nervous about East Coast punks, but the rest of them are real short. So I'm pretty. Sh I know we'll definitely get the six with you and Ashley, and hopefully, I will be solo for the seventh, unless I come up with some other band. But some people said, "Why are you not doing a solo thing?" And I was like, "Oh, I don't really want to drum, but I figure I got a year to get the drumming down." for, well, maybe seven months to get the drumming down for one song. So I think, I think maybe I'll be able to uh, float it. But uh, we are here to uh, not only talk about punk rock, but play some punk rock. So why don't we uh, get to that? This next band coming out of Jersey. I used to have their CD sitting right here. I must have moved it. I'm talking it about... It was sitting here the other day. The OC Rippers... And uh, they come out of Jersey. I, um, they got a show coming up. Can't give you the details yet, but look out, Jersey. It's going to be a fun time with a good lineup, as uh, most shows with Johnny and the OC Rippers are. This next track comes off their full length, released in 2021, called Wasteland Blues. Here are the OC Rippers with Bratz.
Rippers on Pogo City Radio. Now, uh, I don't know of any of their announced shows yet, but I know they got something in the works because uh, we were actually one-sided, asked to play on it, but we can't because of a scheduling conflict. But uh, it'll definitely, it's definitely one hell of a lineup once it gets announced. It'll be in Jersey. I'm just teasing it right now, but uh, probably be announced by the next show. And speaking of the next show, not that this is really all that important, but uh, this is pre-recorded. We are live on the Podbean app right now, but uh, no longer live on Facebook. See, when we started going live with Facebook video, the audio was actually good. It wasn't like it is on Podbean, which is awful. And uh, it's got something to do with going live. I I don't understand why. Because even if you're listening live right now and it sounds all distorted, as you know, you listen to the podcast and it's all clear. Something to do with the broadcast. But we weren't having that issue with Facebook. And then they didn't update. And out of nowhere, the Facebook video feed sounds just as bad as the Podbean. I think it sounds worse. Yeah. Like what happened, dude? It's nuts. So we're 86ing that, but we still are live on Podbean because for whatever reason some people do still like to listen to the live show and then they go back and listen to the podcast because I guess the vocals, the, the, the talking isn't that bad on Podbean but it's the music that gets real fucked up yeah. so if you guys are in there live listening for the first time, once this show is done, head over to our site pogocity.stream, you'll be able to hear the whole show in stereo and in HD and uh, you'll It'll be sound able to get, way better you'll be able to get the other 500 and what, 560 now or something like that? 553 oh, it's I think it's more than that I think it's, well you could bring it up. I'm pretty sure. Uh, let's see. We are on our own website. Where does it say? We don't have time to look for that. I think it's 553. This is episode 554, Pogo I believe. Stream to get all of the 500-something episodes. And if you guys really want to help support the show, uh, you can go and donate to the PayPal, which there is a link for that in the About section of the podcast. I don't think it's on the live thing, but if you go to the site, you can see the Podbean app and give us a little donation, be it a dollar or five million, whatever you feel comfortable <laughs> with. If instead you'd like to buy some stuff, it just so happens we got some shit for sale, like our Pogo shirts. But ah, as I'm plugging the site... I think I'm going to buy a coffee mug finally. There are there will be some changes to PogoCity.shop soon, so I am still going to tell you to go there. There are some items still available from both one-sided Pogo City. And the stabs also. But um, I am, it's going to get a facelift. I'm having somebody else take over the store for me. Um, Right now it's an Etsy shop. It may still be an Etsy shop. I don't know. But I'm having Jeff take over it for me. And uh, Jeff is one of the dudes I know from the Jacks back in the day, who I would call one of the old heads from the Jacks. I mean that respectfully. Everybody knows we love the old heads at the Jacks, for sure. I mean, if you guys don't know the crew I'm talking about, I am in my 30s, but uh, we have this crew in the Lehigh Valley, where we are from, that has been here since the early days of punk rock. Some of the people that used to hang out at the Jacks were motherfuckers that were literally in this local Lehigh Valley scene in 1976. You know what I mean? And you know plenty of them, like Dale and everybody who hung out at the Jacks. Yeah, and uh, Jeff is one of those dudes. He was the dude who was photographing me in that redo of the Johnny Thunders album cover, which I never really went into detail on Pogo. Did I even tell you about that? I don't think so. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll go tell you guys about this. I was a little, I was a little not embarrassed, but leery because I thought it was real cool, but I didn't. I knew it might not work out, so I didn't want to like announce it and then not have it happen. But it's been a while now. But I may have said this before. I was almost this close on the cover of uh, 999's latest yes, album. Yes, you did tell me about yeah. that. But uh, what okay. it was, I think part of the problem was it, it was a good concept, but it was, in, in general, it was a good concept, but it wasn't direct enough. They, like I am doing a little bit with my album cover, I'm having Jeff design the Parasitics 
and one-sided album cover. Th- I gave him more of a specific direction. They told him to make up a bunch of mock-ups of whatever he wants and show him a bunch. And uh, for whatever reason, one of the covers he had in mind was a recreation of the So Alone Johnny Thunders album cover. And he said, I was the first person he thought to ask. So I went to his studio. I uh, put on a suit teased up my hair all nasty and uh, sat in this chair with this like dazed look on my face and uh, in the picture there's like a naked chick behind me you can't see anything laid on the bed and there was a guitar case with the album name on it and uh, that was one of the choices he was giving them for uh, their next album cover but I don't think the album had anything to do with Johnny Thunders (laughs) so it would have been great if it was like a Johnny Thunders tribute but they ended up not going with that design, so I wasn't featured. Nonetheless, Jeff has made dozens of great album covers for some like mainstream bands, also a lot of photography with them. Like I'm talking like the Stones and Aerosmith. So like I'm gonna have him create our cover for the Shaken and Stirred record, and he is also going to be taking over the store. I can't store. wait to see what that's going to look yeah, like. Yeah, he's going to be taking over the store for me. We're going to be revamping it. Some of the things are so still available. Some of them have gone, yeah. but it will be PogoCity.shop. And order whatever is available. Still free shipping on orders $35 or more. But uh, You know, we're sitting here looking at the... We have the Podbean uh, website up. Our we get, website, yeah. Our website. And there's a bunch of us standing in a in a row with kind of like our arms over each other's shoulders and shit. And it took me until just now to realize that Jason's in the background. There. Ah, cut out. He's, <laughs> like, yep, yep, he's right behind my head. Cut out, yep. And his face is kind of cut out, but he's there. It sucks when that Why happens. did I not see him? Because he's cut out. It sucks <laughs> when, that, when you get like... This awesome picture of everybody, and there's like one person who's like cut out, like in the Florida picture where all the bands are on stage and there's like a hundred people. Yeah, I knew there was no way I was gonna be seen in that. So my best plan was to go all the way to the top, and I climbed up like the PA, and you could see like three quarters of my face and not tell it's me all the way in the back. I never uh, noticed you in that. I didn't even realize you were in that. Oh, you can't see it's me unless I point it to you. You're gonna have to point yourself out to me. Back left hand corner, and like you can see three quarters of my face. It's blacked out a little, but uh, yeah, Jeff. You have to show me. Gonna be working on it, and um, I sent him our logos and a bunch of pictures, and um, currently working on the covers. And uh, I'll pull back the cover a little. Uh, the uh, the the veil, the curtain. That's the word. Pull back the curtain. A little bit. Uh, these jackets, expensive, expensive. They are surely expensive. So I am not going, probably not going with full color. We're going fold out, which I, I prefer fold out. I don't like the glue pockets. I always think of punk rock seven inches with fold outs and printed on the inside. It's got to have the print on the inside. Yeah. I don't want an insert. I don't want glue pocket. So the way we are getting it probably is it will be a color paper. And then two colors of ink on the cover and the same color scheme on the back. And on the inside, it'll be one color paper, one color ink. And I'll probably pay some extra to get some different pan Mm -hmm. tones, Mm -hmm. which I think just covers like the black and white to make it look the shades better. Right. And I'm hoping if it turns out all right, I'd like to get a bunch of photographs on the inside of the jacket with some words and on the cover. I don't know. It might not end up going this way. We'll see what he can do. I feel like my idea, there's just like too much detail for it to really come to life. But I feel like if you look at example, the Green Day Dookie album, can you think of that right now? Think about how busy that is. That's super, or or Bedtime for Democracy by the Dead Kennedys. That's super busy. So maybe he is like really good at this stuff so maybe he'll be able to make it i originally wanted to call it back to the streets and i want our one-sided tv logo to be on the head of some muscular punk rocker with a cut-up shirt and uh then i wanted the parasites paris the parasitics parasite logo the the man in the gas max the parasite sitting on the ground and i want him drinking in an alleyway back to the streets but then i came up with the idea of fuck it why not 
take the streets and make both characters giants and put them in Times Square Godzilla style. And there you go. Have like the parasite like vaporizing a cop mm -hmm. with like one of, like a ray gun, <laughs> and have like the one-sided TV like smashing a car and just chaos. So you want to make the around. do you want to make the TV like have arms and legs? Yeah, I want it to be a person. Okay. I want it to be running around with a big smash TV head that says one-sided. Okay. And he's gonna be jacked up as fuck. He's gonna <laughs> have a cut-up T-shirt and just cuts for days. My man's gonna be more cut up than a bag of dope. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so Jeff gonna make that come to life. Hopefully, even if it doesn't all come, uh, I think he'll be able to do it. But we're definitely creating a one-sided man with the TV head that will be used on plenty of things. You know, he's just gonna be right. like our Pogo the Punk. I'm real into our uh, Scratch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like I like Brandon Scratch has got to be on the shaking and stirred somewhere. Well, if if um, didn't you say you wanted to have it like him making a drink or something yeah, like that? Also, I would talk to this is more down the road. Talk to Jeff about that. But yeah, I I think the best way to go is having Scratch mixing up a drink. You know what I mean? It we won't. I would love if somehow in the blender or the glass some of the band logos were in there. Mm. But it that's I know it's gonna be too small. It's not gonna work. Right. But I'm thinking I I want it to be clear that. Shake is sh scratch is making a drink. I don't know if that. Yeah. I'm thinking maybe a blender that like has like you know just looks crazy like with splashes everywhere. Yeah, and yeah. Like it all exploded. I can see it in my head now. Yeah, Pogo City at the top, shaking and stirred at the bottom. Him like ah with a glass <laughs> in his hand. Maybe the maybe the blender is going too crazy and he can't control it. Yeah, that's basically yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, basically. yeah. It's hard. I have no like actual art ability. People consider music. He's art. got an empty glass that spilled over. Something like that. But yeah, I mean, I, I, see, this has come from someone who like holds music dear to their heart. You know what I mean? I do not like being called an artist, and I do not consider myself an artist. And I, 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 I think art is art. Like when I say art. I think of painting and drawing and I guess sculpting, but like I'm a musician and I hate when music is called art. I just don't view it that way, especially because if you ask me, I have no artistic ability whatsoever. I can't draw fucking stick figures. <laughs> I envy people who can and... Um, I mean, just like you can learn how to play the guitar, I guess you can learn how to draw, but I still feel like drawing is more of a gift. Where guitar, you can really study and become good. If you practice every day constantly, you can grow up to be Steve Vai with some good tutoring. But I feel like an artist really has to be born with it. You know what I mean? I get what you're saying. And I just feel like it, it takes a lot more. I guess you can enhance visual art with the computers but it's like i mean mixing itself is an art to talk out of both sides of my mouth but it's like you can do so much digitally to repair it where i feel like actual drawn art is so much more naked so right much more unedited you know what i mean but i, I got I you just, i got you yeah. and i've always viewed punk rock in general like the dead boys the whole fuck art this is punk rock like you had i love the velvet underground but you had people like the velvet underground and that's art what i play it can't be called art it's punk at least rock. not what i play as an it's punk you know rock. what i mean yeah it's like like and also like like also when you hear music with art mm. i always think like velvet underground or or performance art and i love the vu i do not like when nico sings how progressive of them to have a deaf woman sing it does not sound good and I care what the <laughs> record sounds like. Maybe I'm a bigot for saying that. I f I'm not. I'm Do you joking. hate deaf people? No, I know. I must hate all <laughs> deaf people. I get it. I remember. And I didn't even know this fact up until recently. I was complaining like three and a half years ago, the last time he was here to Black Zach. And I was like, and oh my God, who let Nico, who the fuck is Nico? And who let her buy a microphone? He said, dude, she's deaf. That's why she sounds like that. I was like, is that why? I was like, go <laughs> figure. I was like, see, that's only some shit the Velvet Underground would do, some art band would do. Let's have a deaf chick sing half the songs. <laughs> like, I mean, more power to her. But uh, yes, it did all tomorrow's parties does not 
sound good. <laughs> I love tracks like Waiting for My Man and um, what's the last track on the 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 uh, Nico album? Uh, 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 not let it be. Oh, what's the last? Uh, 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 I don't know much about uh, Velvet Underground. Oh, it's going to drive me crazy. I'm going to let you know. Ain't done nothing wrong. Nothing to give. I don't know. We are going to get to another Jersey band while I look up the name of that track because we will not be playing it because it will definitely get, get us, us flagged. Yes, yeah. flagged. But, we don't uh, want that. We do not. Do not want that. We are going to get to the Bristles with do they have bomb tonight on here they do not have bomb tonight i want to hear bomb tonight from the pogo attack sean why don't you talk to these motherfuckers about the pogo attack oh uh, the pogo attack that in case they've never heard of it if yeah if you haven't heard of it it's a uh comp that came out in like the mid 90s that has like blank 77 uh the bristles uh, casualties, fucking who else is on there? Uh, eighty six, the wretched yeah, 86, ones, mankind, yeah. uh, the vomit punks, us rotten. This is all off memory. Yeah, good dysfunctional. Me youth. and Andrew used to listen. We used to spin that on his record player in his room in high school, like all the time. That's one thing that's so like you find that niche group, especially people our age and a little older where it's just like oh no i know worship and love the pogo attack mm -hmm. like that's such a record for people our age especially this area because it was all new york new jersey and connecticut with one pennsylvania band being us rotten but it's like i feel like that record just did so much for that scene and punk rock as a whole because so many people our age and a little older really just like i say date them really knowing about real punk rock because of that band stumbling across that record because they'd heard of one band on there or seen one band on there and then discovering these other like 17 DIY bands that at the time were all like gigging in the area and it was really like you know a group of friends getting together and just trying to promote themselves and even I never knew Mike Blanks had a hand in that. You know what I mean? Mm. And, uh, like, you know, I have always, especially at that age, looked up to the Blanks. They were always my biggest influence. You know what I mean? And, like, they, well, Mike at least, and uh, Pedro really are the ones who made that album come to be. And I just think it's funny that that was, like, if you'd ask me the two biggest impacts on my punk rock life, I'd tell you Blanks and the Pogo Attack. And all that time, it was Mike doing the pogo attack. And I would really love, I think one of my all-time ultimate goals is to release something like that, something that makes an impact. I know it's not like Mike Blanks and these bands cashed in on that record. They probably lost mad money. But that record has honestly like changed people's lives. Like I'm sorry if you are 30 or older and you live in the Lehigh Valley, you, you we know the, all grew up on that you album. You knew the Pogo attack. And we learned about all those bands from that album. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Even just the inside jacket was perfect. You know what I mean? Just the collage of pictures, and then they had the people's mohawks colored in and shit. Yeah. It was fucking great. I would love to have. I remember some of the artwork like from that. there. You had the uh, shit. Now it just well, like there was a the uh, image, the image disappeared out of my brain. But uh, there was like the the punk and like the skinhead like walking through like the alleyway or yeah, something. The back yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the front cover had all the logos and said the Pogo Attack. On the back cover, they had some, like, people that would look like tattoo flash art that were, like, punks and skins, Pogo Wing and Chelsea Girls. Yeah. But I was just saying to Sean, I was talking about BMI accounts, which are things, and I'm talking to you if you're in a band. Hear my opinion on this. You know what? We're going to play the bristles, and then I'm going to go on a BMI rant. Here are the bristles with Bomb Tonight coming off the Pogo Attack. City Radio. 
here's the second track from the Pogo attack. Another fight. The Bristles coming out of Jersey. Right, that was two tracks from the Bristle coming out of Jersey, both off the Pogo attack. Good band, the Bristles. I was bitching about this to Sean in the beginning of the show, and it's going to carry over into the show. Now, I am a very opinionated person, and I also think a lot, like I do. I'm I'm crazy. I analyze everything. I don't let things join go. the club. I obsess over things. All right, so. BMI, right? I don't even know what the fuck that stands for. But basically, any bands, but especially bands like One Sided and smaller bands who are trying to put out tracks, DIY, gig on their own, but still like uh, make a name for himself, you know what I mean? You can get a BMI account, and what that'll do is uh, say Adderall, for example. If Adderall was used in a show like this or on YouTube or wherever, the algorithm or whatever would pick it up and you they would get flagged. Like either the song would get muted or it would get pulled or they wouldn't be able to monetize. So basically, you can sign your band up for this, pay a couple bucks, upload your tracks, and it'll look, it, it'll look for them and make sure they don't get used. That is so fucking stupid on so many levels. And I know plenty of people that listen to the show and are listening right now, people I may even be in bands with, and people I hang out with, obviously, have a BMI account, and they either disagree with me or they don't look at it from this perspective. So hear me out. I'm going to go on a rant here. Now, first of all, let me make this clear. I have no issue with making money. If you make money, that doesn't make you a sellout. What makes you a sellout is when you're not making money and then someone comes and says, hey, change X, Y, and Z, A, B, C, do all this, and now we can make money. That's selling out. If you do what you do and you're just successful, well, good for you, and I would love to be successful. However, I do not do any of this for monetary gains because I ain't getting none, people. Sure, I get some T-shirts and CDs, but we, we ain't making no money. You know what I'm saying? The show and is 
Poe. I don't care about making money. I'm not trying to make money. I am really trying to be an influence. I ain't gonna lie. I want I want my face etched up on some punk rock Mount Rushmore right next to Joey Ramone. You know what I'm saying? And um, what I don't understand is all the bands I know are punk rock. So I'm really talking about punk rock bands, not other genres of music with this whole BMI thing. Most punk rock bands are going to tell you we're not sellouts. We're not in it for the money. We're in it because we love the music. And I'll take it even further step. I'm in it because I love the music and because I want to be recognized. I'm not afraid to admit that. You know what I mean? So here's what I don't get. So you're one of these small bands. Okay, well, so if you're really not into it for the money and you just want exposure and you just want to be recognized and appreciated, why would you put this stupid tag on your track so it can't get used in any videos? And you're saying, well, Andrew, these people go on YouTube and then they monetize the video and they have a million subscribers and then it gets... 700,000 hits and and they hypothetically make thousands of dollars and I I don't get a taste I don't get anything it's like but I thought you weren't into it for the money I thought you were into it for the exposure and because you love it and so if this dude has a million followers wouldn't you be happy that you were featured in his show and all these people heard it and now have heard your band and you just got all this free advertising? Meanwhile, you're paying Facebook fucking some stupid ass fee to get your post bumped up higher so people actually hit like. Back in the day, you used to get likes for free. Now you got to pay for them. But this dude's going to play your show and get you promo. But then you're like, but wait, Andrew, it's even worse. He didn't even say our names. Now, A, that would suck and be fucked up. But still see my previous point. If you're really in this to just make a statement and to just be noticed and just to get this out and be heard, sure, you would probably want some credit. But even if it wasn't there, I'd still be happy. And here's the thing. So hypothetically, first of all, your song isn't going to probably get used in some giant video that's going to make a bunch of money. It, it probably won't. But if it did, hopefully they would say your name. And wouldn't you just be happy that all these people just listened to your track and that this person enjoyed it enough to feature it? Oh, and here's another thing. Let's get real hypothetical. Let's say they take your track and they steal it and they put it in a movie. Well, here's the deal. First of all, it's probably never going to happen. Second of all, if you had a BMI account, that track would have never been touched. It would have never been played. It would have never been heard. It would have never been featured in this movie. Now, say they scammed you. They use your show. They use your track. Put it in the movie. It's a hit. Well, guess what? Now you can sue them, and you will get a percentage of that money. Now, we started off by saying we're not about the money, but you're sitting there crying that you're not getting paid, which means you are about the money. And I kind of pled the fifth and said, I ain't got a problem with making money as long as you're not selling out. So honestly, think about it. This, your track won't even get used because it's got this BMI shit. Wouldn't you rather it get used and played, and it's probably not going to be popular, but if you get played on a show like this, and believe me, we got a lot more than 10 listeners, and if it was only 10 listeners and 10 people heard your band and appreciated it and liked it and went to your Facebook, isn't that what you just said this is all about? Because you said it wasn't about the money. And if it's not about the money, I'm sorry, it's got to be about that shit and expressing yourself. Or why would you make the recordings? If it is really just about expressing yourself and you don't even care, care about people hearing it, why record at all? Why not just sit in your room? No, you want exposure. You want shares. But you want to feel like you're not getting fucked you want to feel legit but all that's doing is stopping people from using it if you're a small band you should be happy as shit that anybody used your stuff do you know what i mean like why why stop people from promoting your song it's idiotic i could understand <coughs> if it was put on a comp that sold for thousands of copies and the record label made money and you didn't that is highly unlikely it's also unlikely because the people making that money got lawyers telling them it's illegal to do it anyway so just 
just let your music be out there. If you're not about the money and you're all anarchist, by the way, I am not an anarchist, all right? Maybe I used to call myself one, but I, I have a little bit more knowledge about <laughs> politics and society to actually call myself that. But how are you going to go and call yourself an anarchist and then go have a BMI account? Because that's seriously just corporate bullshit. Like, like, if you were an anarchist, I think you'd be happy as hell to just get your music out there and then have the exposure and get your message. Because you you're can't not about have it the both money. ways, so people. If you're not about the money, why you got a BMI account? Ain't nobody going to make any money on this shit anyway. I agree. I, 100%. Like, if you have a BMI on my, and I play your song, you're just getting muted. I'm not making any money. You'd be better off not getting muted and letting the listeners hear your track. Think about it that way. You ain't got the time for that shit. Be, and you got to pay for it. And you got to pay for it. Yeah, maybe if I was a Sony recording artist, you know what I mean? And I was really making six, seven figures. But yo, you're putting BMIs on tracks that you're going to upload to Spotify and you're going to have seven monthly listeners. Why are you wasting your money? Why are you cutting your exposure? And why are you claiming that you're maybe an anarchist who doesn't care about money and profits? Then get that fucking BMI shit off. This is what, and this makes me mad as hell. I checked the box to make sure one side it wasn't in any of that and all our songs used to be able to get played. Somehow now it gets pulled. Don't know how. Got pulled on our own Facebook. I can't play Adderall or Wicket on one side. It's Facebook. How the we wrote the goddamn song. There's nothing you can do to file a claim with Facebook either. Isn't that crazy? So check this. We write this song, produce this song, play this song, share this song, and then pay to have it promoted. It gets all these likes and seen, got me laid mad times, not gonna <laughs> lie. And fucking like nine months later, it tells us it's against copyright or some shit. We definitely own the song. And check this out if you think I'm lying about the getting laid. All right, so I put that 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 flyer, that um that advertisement up. It was for Adderall. It used to be an orange post. It said one sided, and uh, the thing would play. And I paid, you know. $40, $50 to get it seen by a fuck ton of people the day the ad got approved. And I also target it because you can target people who aren't on my friends list because every time you click like or something, like somebody clicks like on your post, it'll bill you. So like I didn't want people who already know me to for me to have to pay for them to see my post. So I made sure it was people who didn't already like our pages. So therefore strangers. I upload these tracks that day within a couple hours. I got hit up by three different women who were <laughs> like, yo, heard your track. You're awesome. What's up? <laughs> One of them lived three blocks from me on the literal same street, lived three blocks from me. I hooked up with her like the next day. <laughs> nice. Then the other one lived Away and you know my ass trucked out that hour. <laughs> the third one lived in Chicago, so kind of that one's just that just makes that's me just feel too far. Nice. That's yeah, yeah, I'm not. That's if like I a ever compliment. End up in Chicago, however, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna hit her up. Yes, and I definitely, definitely have received some uh, very nice pictures. To, to there say, you go. To say the least but yeah get rid of that bmi shit that shit ain't punk rock get the fuck out of here want to call motherfuckers sellouts and shit get the fuck out of here you should want if you're not in it for the money you should be in it for max exposure because why the fuck are you doing this if not like honestly like i would play the super bowl like as long as i didn't have to change my shit let's not get into sellout but i would play the super bowl i want everyone to hear my shit i want people to appreciate it i know everyone's not gonna there's gonna be plenty of haters but fuck them i'm lucky there's a few people who like it that's lucky as shit so like don't be a cunt don't be a be a, <laughs> it's, it's only hurting you it's only hurting you you should want your stuff featured if you got a good argument against mine that reflects punk rock bands you come let me know in these comments i wish i would have done this rant a little earlier in the show i think though maybe we'll have to isolate it 
and make, make this it a the pogo, pogo clip. Clip. And uh, since we're we gonna like to do make those. it the pogo clip. Why don't we uh, play a track that actually won't get us tagged? These next two will be released on Pogo City Records. The first one up is me and Sean's old high school band, but he's not on the recording. Me, Black Zach, and Moose with East Coast Punks, the Bedlam Punks, up next. Put that in your pipe and smoke it in your mind. That was the Bedlam Punks right there. That will be released on Shaken and Stirred. That will not be available on Spotify or YouTube. I mean, it may, it'll be available in like a couple years. It'll be available when we sell out the record that's not even going to be made for another year. <laughs> so uh, you stick around on Pogo and we'll be playing it for you. But uh, one thing that will be getting released on Spotify is uh, at least one, probably just one, maybe two, probably just one new free track on Spotify that none of you have ever heard because I haven't even heard it yet because it's not done being mixed. So uh, we're going to take one of our uh, last three songs when we record it, the five, and we're going to upload that directly to Spotify. It will come out on a uh, release or our third release, possibly, or a comp. It'll come out hard copy one day. But we are going to give you cheap bastards on the free Spotify some free tracks. And FYI, people, I hate to plug Spotify, but I got to. You don't need premium to be on Spotify. You can listen to this show for free. You can listen to all our bands for free. You can listen to every band for free. There might just be commercials. But it is all free. So uh, go to Spotify either on the computer or download the app, type in one-sided and go give us a follow. All that is free. And when the song is uploaded, which will probably, I'll probably upload it in like a week. And then once you upload it, it takes like three, four days for it to be on iTunes and Spotify and all that. When it gets up there, whether you're on iTunes or Spotify, you'll be notified and it'll be added to your library without you having to do anything, and it'll be free. So just go to Spotify, type in one side, it, give us a follow, and then type in the S-D-A-B-S for the Sex, Drugs, and Alcohol Band. Give that shit a follow, too. But yeah, so we're going to get 
to a uh, one-sided song that... Um, Andrew always subjects me to this shit band. Yes. Almost every episode now. Yes, I got su- I got to suffer through awful this. Awful band that Thanks he a lot, to asshole. have to sing in. I love it. Sean will be like, oh my God, that track rocks, but you guys suck. (laughs) 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 Yes, yes, yes. But uh, yeah, definitely real proud of these tracks and uh, constantly giving Oscar a shout out because he totally, totally deserves one. I am having so much trouble. Sean, tell them how they can, uh, tell them about this show, Sean. Oh, yeah. So going down this Saturday... July 24th at noon, we got the Nihilistics, School Drugs, South Class Veterans, The Way Of, Fear Gods, Dusters, Fetal Rage, The Bad Ups, Intimidation, Kirkby Kiss, and the OC Rippers. That is all going down uh, at West Lacey Road, Forked River, New Jersey. So that is the same... uh, That is the same venue that the show was at last Sunday... That it is was on 8th and Morningside that, that, last Sunday. I thought you said it was the same I thought same it was venue. the same venue. Somebody okay. told, is it not? What is the address? Give that again. That is 2652 West Lacey Road, Forked River, New Jersey. Huh. Yeah, it's not so the same venue. So maybe it's not the same Shit. venue. All right, we so have definitely been saying that. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that is a different venue. <laughs> this is for uh, Stop Out Animal Abuse. Uh, wasn't your last show a Stomp Out Animal Abuse show? Yes. We've done uh-huh. shows with them before. Yeah, it's not just Stomp Out. It is Stomp Out. It is also Poor Man Inc. That was Stomp Out is Jay and Tony, and Poor Man's Inc. is Ramirez. Okay. So, uh, yeah, One Sided played their first show with uh, Stomp Out Animal Abuse. With going this motherfucker sharing yeah, when vocals. I, when, I, when I sung on the microphone for you guys. So that is going down this Saturday, July 24th at noon. Yeah, it's all day long, all night. That's a lot of bands. I will be there. I apologize to the early bands. I will not be there at noon. I tell everybody to get early, to get there early and support everyone. But uh, I live too far away from that place for my ass to be there at noon. Now, I am having a ton of trouble bringing up these new one-sided tracks. I wanted to play a different one. This one is called Credit Whore. Hope you guys enjoyed the show that is now crashing. If you did, remember you can <laughs> get more at pogocity.stream. And uh, remember to come see us August 6th in Philly with Submachine, Blank 77, and Trial by Terror. That is going down at the pharmacy August Six. I don't know if it's a Saturday or a Sunday. Uh, it looks like one side it might be a full band, all six members. Tim will have both guitar players, and Milo might be there. Chris will definitely be there. Let's get to one side it. My computer. Here, credit boy. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. Go give us a like and a share. I'm Andrew. He's Sean. This is one side it.
I'm a liar. All right, that was One Sided right there with Credit Whore, a new track we have to be released on the, sh- uh, not on the Shaken and Stirred comp, on the split with the Parasitics, which should uh, hopefully be out at the end of this year. Now, I told Sean we were going to get out after that last song but like i fumbled through the outro because like i couldn't find the one-sided track and it made me it made me very angry and i wanted to play a track by another band that's also giving me a pain in the ass to play but uh, i wanted to get uh kirk b kiss up who is playing this saturday show and uh, ramirez is in that band he is the guitarist was the guitarist in Despised and Jay, and he runs Poor Man's Inc. and uh, puts out all those uh, seven inches and uh, helps out with those stomp out animal abuse show. And uh, Ramirez always doing so much for me, so much for the scene. And uh, I really feel bad. It took me forever. I kept forgetting to play this band for some reason. He would constantly remind me to play them and I would constantly forget and I was also saying their name wrong for the longest time I thought it was Kirby like the video game character but it is Kirkby Kiss and uh, you guys can find them all over the internet and uh, it is K-I-R-K-B-Y-K-I-S-S catch them this Saturday here they are up next